Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? My name is Aquafina, and I am here with the one and only returning from vacation, Classic. What is up, everyone? What's up, guys? Glad to be back. Oh, my God. It feels like it's been a year ago since the last time we did this podcast. Holy cow. It's only been it's only been like you you were only off for a week, right? And where where did yeah. you go? Uh, I went to uh, the United States uh, of America. I went there, did a bit of hiking, did a bit of resourcing. Being a week away from my computer, that was rough, man. That was rough. But now we're back, and boy, do we have a nice topic. So I'm sorry, but please just reminded me that we still have toxicity in gaming as the title on the podcast. It is not. What? No, we don't have that because we're professional podcasters and we <laughs> don't make such mistakes. Uh, but in case we did make that mistake, <laughs> it's uh, it's completely not there. So, guys. <laughs> Guys, I hope you guys are having a fantastic morning. I know I am, or afternoon, or wherever you're at. Um, but I cannot wait to get into this because we have a, a little bit uh, of a different topic today. We, we've spoken a, a lot about like specifically gaming in the past and some habits in the past. But today, it is esports and the future of it. Um, so, do you want to start, Classic? Sorry, I forgot to uh, to put on my glasses. I couldn't hear you. Uh, I said, do you want to start? But I think I'll oh, yeah. start. <laughs> I think I'll I, start. I'm ready. I'm ready. I just forgot uh, that I didn't have my glasses on, and I was wondering why my screens were burning my eyes. So, uh, <laughs> um, so you know, I, I feel like we, we're going to start here in the very beginning, the origin of esports, because esports has been a thing in the making since, like, as early as the 1980s. So just, just, just to keep, get an idea. Just, so that's about as far as uh, when modern gaming pretty much uh, begun. Yeah, it uh, definitely, it, it's definitely been there for like a, a longer time than we think. Because when, when we speak esports or competitive gaming, more often than not, we think about the recent years, right? Like what happened with the, the upcoming of League and uh, all that jazz. But... It's been it's been coming for a long time, even before we actually had home consoles, right? Right, right. So, this, this is this goes as far back as just like just back when gaming was more of a luxury instead yeah. of because because right now a lot of us I, I I feel like it's easy to take for granted just how easy it is to get into a gaming scene, but back in the day you needed to actually in order to get into like competitions and things like that you needed to actually like go to arcades and yeah, you needed to move physically like <laughs> we that's just insane if we think about it right now like can you imagine every time you wanted to compete you have to do a couple of hours like of car to get there it just seems nuts because right now you can go to through the process of signing up for a tournament in like less than 15 minutes right it's mm -hmm. it's pretty insane all in the comfort of your office and your chair. But not That's only that, pretty we're, crazy. We're, we're forgetting one thing. Not only did you have to go out, right, and drive to whatever tournament, but you had to be ready to spend those quarters, man. You had to, <laughs> <laughs> you had to, you had to spend money on these yeah. arcades. 
to actually even get good at the game that you wanted to get good at. Yeah, right? definitely, and definitely. So, like, so I'm sure that what, however much, you know, maybe it was about, it takes you about like $60 to get good at a game. Maybe that's why $60 is the price maybe. for a lot of the I, I titles. wonder, <laughs> I really wonder, with inflation, I'm sure it was more expensive back then. Because like a quarter back then is not like a quarter today. True. And I don't know if you guys played the old Donkey Kong arcade, but it is not easy. Like <laughs> it's really not easy. So it, it it probably it probably like you had to spend an ungodly amount of hours for sure. But that doesn't change. You still have to spend an ungodly amount of hours. Which, and, yeah, go which, ahead. Which, by the way, brings us to brings us to the type of games that that they were even playing back. Yeah, like the, these games. These games were all uh, around high scores like none of these games are were based off of like actually winning the game per se right yeah like, yeah because you couldn't win like that's that that's the thing like it just keeps getting incrementally harder um and i strongly suggest uh people if you're interested in the origin of like competitive gaming there's a nice documentary uh called king of kong that I strongly recommend anyone watching. Uh, be it, it's just very, very interesting to see how it was back then when you wanted to be the the best. Like how how it was, and I feel that watching documentary about multiple type of games and their esports scene really gives you a good idea and a good vision of of how it evolved. Um, and it's definitely like one of the best piece of media that I strongly recommend. Uh, towards you know older older quote-unquote stuff bro i'm high i i if, if i'm back in the you know if i'm back in the day and playing that i'm hijacking people someone's gonna go get the fuck out i gotta play <laughs> I'm, someone someone's playing pac-man they're about to beat my high score i bump them by mistake just oh oops yeah. sorry <laughs> my bad you almost had it dude shit Wow. Yeah, so it, it it was pretty crazy. Then we got StarCraft, which was uh, huge, especially in Asia, um, which I would say is more like the start of esports as we know it today, right? Because like, being good at King Kong, not King Kong, but Donkey Kong, um, being good at that is wildly different than when you actually have to beat another player alive. Right, because Donkey Kong, you're beating yourself, or you're beating a high score. Wait, I'm sorry, my my camera keeps flickering. That do you see that? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Probably go automatic flickering. It, I, I think that's Discord technology. I, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <gasps> uh, so. You know what? With with Discord being uh, the way that it is right now, uh, we might just have to let it flicker on and off, guys. My bad. Can't, I, I don't think that I can help it. It's um, a feature now. Yeah, it's a feature. Um, guys, so w one of the things that uh, we keep in mind as far as uh, moving along in the timeline, because now yeah. we're talking about StarCraft. And StarCraft came along uh, just not too long after the 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 competitive play really started to um, to grab hold, right? Yeah. Like that started. I, I feel like it, the Asian in the Asian countries, 
esports was really like that's where it really grit like that's where it really took hold and they ran with that in fact yeah. my, in fact most of the time when i was uh when i was talking about um you know to like my parents and things like that when i was talking about dude i want to be a professional gamer it's because i was like watching you know starcraft tournaments on my 56k modem like i was, <laughs> I, was, I, was I was like wow people are actually getting paid not that the not that the prize pools were nearly as big back then you know but yeah. you were lucky to get a prize pool at all yeah you know you know what yeah, i mean yeah. Like, yeah it definitely started as uh like as almost like everything by just the sheer passion of like people just like no we want to we want to fucking play and we'll find a way and i feel like that when i when i you know, spoke about the evolution. Another piece of content that I strongly recommend is the uh, Melee documentary that really shows how the Super Smash Brothers Melee scene survived. Because it almost died because they had no backing from companies nowadays. And we'll touch upon that later. We have companies like injecting fucking $100 million in their esports scene. But back in the day, like, if there was... If there were bugs and all, like, tough shit, man, deal with it. Like, that's that's it. And, yeah, we're not going to give you prize pools. We're not going to give you shit. So, kind of have to deal with it. And they had to move, like, CRT's TVs, like, big-ass TVs. And everyone needed to, like, bring their own setup. And you had to go per region and stuff. And just the sheer passion of those players. They were like, no, we like this game so much that we're going to we're going to compete against each other and it's kind of the word of mouth and like the really grassroots feeling um of it and then eventually you know now smash is doing fine and nintendo finally embraced smash but it took them years and years is is yo is it fair to say that like the the current competitive scene is what was brought on by like blizzard is that fair to say man I don't it's it's hard cuz like it's it's multiple things they certainly have like a huge impact on the esports world first of all with StarCraft and their competitive scene there and then even more recently with the Overwatch League Blizzard really takes esports seriously and I I mean that's great I I am a big fan of esports in general I follow a lot of esports that I don't even play the game anymore and like that's just how much I like it and it's kind of surprising because I played sports all my life and I never quite got into professional sports. I, I didn't like watching it. But for some reason, video games is really different for me. And yeah, I, I mean, I don't think there's one father of like esports, but yeah. they're definitely like a catalyst or like a, a, a big part of it for sure. That, well, and, and that reminds me, I, you know, I, I am looking at chat and uh, I, I, how could I look over or overlook rather uh Quake and yeah, and, and Unreal sure. Tournament? How could for I overlook sure. those? I, I remember playing Quake and just being super addicted to Quake. <laughs> like and, and just and thinking to myself, dude, if I get good enough at this, maybe someone will pay me to play this goddamn <laughs> game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. those those type of games were just so ungodly like ungodlike in difficulty but anyway yeah. um you know I, I i the reason that i even bring that up is because i remember i remember talking to my like talking to my mom as, as esports grew in, and we we didn't call it esports then 
uh, we were no. just, it was, it was just no. like com- some pro. competitive. Yeah, yeah. We could go pro. Hey mom, yeah. I can go pro at this. And I really yeah. tried, but it, while it's absolutely viable now, if you practice hard enough and you, you know, and you get, you, you get the right contacts, you can go pro in almost any game that you play. Um, back, back then, early 90s uh even early 2000s you brought that up to anybody and they're like no <laughs> what no go yeah. to school what are yeah. you doing go to school yeah um and, and nowadays you can go to school and have like esports scholarship and actually like a structure around you while being in school which is pretty which is pretty insane to me and i'm really glad we're getting at that point now because, you know, scholarship with football is very prevalent in the U.S. So why not do the same thing with league or whatever big esport is? Like, it's it's really fantastic that we've come to this point. That is, you know, it's, it's being taken seriously enough. And I feel like it's really because just the people were behind it. People like that shit, right? Yeah. Because we always like to watch people that are better than us. Or that compete at X thing at, a, like, an inhuman level. When we watch people play Counter-Strike, and in, like, half of a second, they can scope in their op and headshot, like, two people, and I'm here just, like, not even <laughs> noticing that there's fucking opponents. Like, yeah. that's just insane. And you watch that, and you're like, holy cow. You know, that yeah. was nuts. The 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 things that get me is, you know, I, I played Counter-Strike for a really long time and and I thought that it was really cool. But uh, but if I see a, like the pro Counter-Strike play, I realize that I was something never else. even close. I realize oh, something I was never else. even close. It's it's absolutely nuts. The way that they flick where people were. I don't even know that there's a person there. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's insane. Uh, it, it's absolutely insane, but it, but you know, I am that being said, I am so glad that people are finally acknowledging that there's a huge uh, market here. There's a huge market where even now esports is being uh, taken into the global limelight uh, on TV, on television. Not that we need television, by the way. Uh, television is dying. I'm just saying, that's my <laughs> own opinion. Television, television is dying. Screw you, TV. We really, I, I, I don't think. Uh, we need them, uh, but the fact that we're even getting acknowledged on television is a huge step. Yeah, because because they were they, they never wanted to acknowledge anything, uh, because because then you know it kind of gives publicity to the one thing that might kill them. You know, so <laughs> obviously you don't want to do that. But now it's at a at a point that it's so big that they kind of don't really have a choice, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think someone, uh, you know, Bladen brought uh, very interesting things is, you know, the modern, the modern version of like retro competitive gaming now is kind of like uh, speed running games done mm-hmm. quick and uh, awesome games done quick. It, and you watch that and it, it really had that old school feel. And, you know, that that was how you did back in the day. Like, how can you beat this game? either with the highest score or being with the fastest time. And I've always been really appreciative of both the speedrunning communities. Like if, if you ever go to like a live event, a LAN and whatnot, always stop to the speedrunning booth. Like people are so cool. And, um, 
it's just great. It's, I feel like it's the same feeling as when uh, you watch a match of Counter-Strike. It's just people being at completely another level. Like I used to play Mario 64 when I was younger and then I, I watch speedrunners and I'm like, it doesn't even look like this, the same fucking game. Like what's (laughs) going on? Like they, they, they fly everywhere. And I'm like, don't you have like a single jump? What's going on? Like, (laughs) have you, I've, I've sat there and I've watched them and, and the memes that come out of of speedrunning super Mario is, is fucking hilarious. But all you're going to hear is, but it doesn't even it really doesn't even look like the same game at all. no it's like, great I, it's, it's cool. i remember I, I remember if i got lucky and i got you know like some double jumps off the wall and like you know got that kind of stuff done yeah but these guys are like anyway um yeah. but but how big has esports actually become that's actually that like that's i think is a really important topic the 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 statistics i can't english english, english is, is hard my, to be fair english is my primary language actually you know what <laughs> I, I speak, spanish is my first language people so uh, <laughs> uh but the statistics don't lie on esports we are not only are we growing we're it, we're growing into the foreseeable future yeah yeah it's not slowing down definitely not and uh and I mean, just just currently with things happening like uh, the Fortnite um, announcement with with Epic announcing that they are going to uh, put in a hundred million dollars for the year. That's, that's more than <laughs> that's that's more than every company made like like in twenty seventeen. A hundred like, million dollars. Yeah. Just to give you guys like an idea of how huge. That announcement was the combined prize money of the 16 top esports in 2017 was 100 million to 192,000. No, wait, 292,756.90 cents. I don't know why there's cents, but you know, they matter. Um, <laughs> and and, and it, it, it is crazy that one game alone that was not even in, the, in those top 16 last year it wasn't even there. Okay, it was. It, it's not even there. They will double by themselves the 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 amount of cash, which which is nuts. Because if we look at the top esports in 2017, Counter Strike 19 million, League 12 million, Dota 2 38 millions, and you know the more uh, familiar with Rocket League at 1.5 million. Like it's crazy far. It's 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 so far. It's insane. Like they're they're on another level, and <laughs> it's I, personally exactly. I, I'm starting to have a grudge against Fortnite because <laughs> they're just so big, yeah, and it, everyone's it, just having like their eyes at that. And now it creates that like that that feeling of like, hey, I play Rocket League. Why don't we have 100 million signings? Well, because no one can compete with that, right? It's it's absolutely again just staggering numbers, staggering numbers. Like yeah. I I I I wonder, just with the prize pool, just off the prize pool alone, just if they're if they're investing a hundred million into esports, like unless unless Fortnite, uh, the esports scene in Fortnite is a total flop, 
they're going to recoup on that so well. Like imagine what an esport, uh, what, what a Fortnite tournament looks like. When League of Legends has a Fortnite tournament right now, or Fortnite, League of Legends. Whoa. <laughs> when, League, Whoa. When, League of, when League of Legends has its esports events, it brings in hundreds of thousands of viewers into, uh, into the channel alone. Like we, it reaches like, like, crazy highs but- i i have i have the numbers uh just like the average computer and viewership of the NALCS spring split yeah um and the average concurrent is to uh, like a bit over two hundred thousand. That, that, I mean, that's the average that's on one channel yeah the, uh, i mean no it's multiple channels because uh, it includes like the chat the chinese ones um, okay, okay but but it's still like you know o- overall on watching the lcs like it's not if Someone streams the league, but it's not the LCS. It, it's not counted here. Like it's not the the overall games. Really, like that's split across multiple languages because they broadcast in multiple languages. And okay. it, it, I I think it all um it all gets there. You know. But but now imagine what a Fortnite tournament looks like in numbers on Twitch. Yeah, it's gonna like Ninja alone has those numbers. Yeah. Like, if he's in a tournament, it's going to break everything. And, you know, uh, Keemstar has, like, Friday Fortnite thing going on. Yeah. The numbers are insane. That alone. It's not even official esports yet. It's not even, like... It's it's not even backed totally by Epic Games saying that they're going to inject, like, their prize pools in that. It's just one dude who was like, you know, like, let's do this. And like that's how big it is. And if you you know if you ask me, I don't think it's gonna last like that explosive growth forever because uh, it's just impossible. But man, that's just insane. It it I mean, I I can already see that the moment that the esports uh the that Fortnite or Epic's esports team you know goes off and starts and starts announcing the tournament dates and and things like that. I can already see. Uh, I can already see numbers like they're gonna make that hundred million in like the first month. That, <laughs> that oh, they have. for sure. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like, the, the, the revenue that Epic Games makes right now with Fortnite, honestly, like one hundred million sounds super big when you compare it to like every other esports. But if we compare like bank account, like it, it's it's really not that big for them, you know? Because yeah. like it's 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 a top grossing app. On the because you know it's mobile also Fortnite. Exactly. You remember yeah, yeah, yeah. that, right? It's one of the top grossing there. It's on PC. It's it's just insane, like the amount of cash they make. And I I know it's it's anecdotal and it's not scientific evidence, but I know literally zero person around me that grinds Fortnite and never bought the paddle pass or at least one skin. I I don't know them. If you if you know one that played a couple games, you know that that actually liked the game and didn't buy shit like i'd like to know and in chat like just raise your hand because i don't know anyone yeah i i now that you mention it i couldn't i couldn't tell you anyone who i know who hasn't really enjoyed the game and has not gotten a dent like they're just going around with the pleb skin i can't think oh, of anybody we, we have someone i've never bought shit Adjust your face. Like, he's, he's, he's lying. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so that's the exception that confirms the rule. Fine, we we got it. <laughs> so yeah, that that's pretty crazy, and, and it it kind of segues to you know how big Fortnite grew, like by itself, you know, by yeah. just the fact that people just fucking loved the game, right? 
And then you have the complete opposites with Overwatch, which was created with the intent of being an esports, with the intent of being a, the new big Blizzard IP that's right. going to be really focused on esports, right? So yeah. it's it's really those two games were made completely differently. And what is interesting to note is that in terms of viewership, it's not even close. Like those two games aren't are not even close. Yeah. So to 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 me it's not it sounds insane that you know a passion project of Epic climbed to that massive size without in you know just by the sheer popularity. Meanwhile, you have manufactured esports, quote unquote, that I like to call yeah. um, that that is just even under Hearthstone. Like they're, they're the own passion project from people inside Blizzard that kind of also grew out of passion uh, from the people. So it really seems as if you you almost can't quote unquote because Overwatch is still successful. You know, yeah. it's not the top, but it's still successful and it makes revenue. But it's almost as if if you really want to be the best, like the biggest, mm-hmm. you can't really plan for it. And I like to you know know everyone's thought on that, but. I feel like that speaks a lot of, you know, how a game gains popularity. Yeah. yeah well, it speaks. It, it speaks a lot to. It speaks a lot to like uh, how how our how our like games are being developed like around esports, or when you develop a, a game around fun, and it becomes an esport. You know. What yeah. I mean? Exactly. Like, yes. Because because there's because there's there's games right now that they were built. To be esports, like they they like they really they really yeah they really want so badly like they wanted to just tap into that market. But then something like Fortnite comes around, League of Legends, which was a passion project for someone you know for some college yeah, for, students, a couple, um, yeah, for for the mods, uh, and and then suddenly there's so much interest in it that it not becoming an esport doesn't make any sense. League of Legends had to become an esport. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was if if Riot didn't back it being an esports, someone was going to create a league. Uh, and it was do gonna, it anyway. Yeah, it was, it was going to happen. happen anyway. It was going to happen anyway. I, it, it, and it's from from my experience, the games that I played is it's always been like that because you know we started playing a long time ago. Um, yeah. Because right now it's it's recent that games start and they announce their esports stuff. Because, like, Fortnite is not old. Overwatch wasn't old when they announced that they were, you know, doing the esports stuff. But um, earlier, like, even Rocket League, for an example, is a passion project for Cyanix. Um, And they made made Rocket League. And they saw that it gained popularity. So they were like, damn, we actually need to support it correctly. And, you know, we can shit on Cyanix all we want. I dislike shitting on companies because, like... I feel like a lot of consumers discredit like how hard it actually is. Yeah. Um, but you know they they've been fairly successful on the esports side of things. I feel you can criticize Cyanix for multiple things, but not really the esports side. It might not be growing as fast as we'd like, but like they're no Fortnite. They don't have the resources that these big com- that these big companies have. Because I see Rocket League being compared to like games that are owned by Valve by Blizzard, by Epic Games. Like, yeah, like remember, Cyanix is, like, way smaller. <laughs> yeah, Give them right, a right. chance, you know? Like, it, it's it's almost crazy to me that they're even, you know, competing just 
just uh, with the sheer numbers of viewers, like it, we have the worlds literally like tomorrow, and I can't wait to see the viewership what it's gonna look like. But it's not that far, right? Of you know the top esports, it's not quite there yet, but it's not that far. And 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 it it is. I feel like it is also hard to not make the comparisons because it's it, it's, because impossible. it's, in the, it's impossible. It's yeah. impossible. It, it's in the market and it and it gets there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I I just wanna I just wanted to make that point because it is important to note that uh, the games that usually make it the biggest in esports are the games that focus around uh fun and building not, a good game you're building a good game and not, not building in esports right 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 um like just for for uh, before we move on yeah, yeah, uh, yeah the last thing i want to touch on with the overwatch league because it you know it for for me it's really fascinating because like it, it it was big when they announced it they were like oh you know we're gonna use franchising we're gonna um we're really going to make it big professional. And I think that is really, really, really important because then people can look at, okay, what does it look like when it's organized, right? How does it look like uh, when it's really created with that intent? And I feel like that's really important, even if it, it was manufactured, quote unquote, and other games will be able to look at it and see, you know, a, a good groundwork. And, the interesting thing with the Overwatch League, like viewership, the first day of the first week of the Overwatch League, there was 350k viewers, which is which is a lot, you know, but it tanked really quick. It took one week to go from 350 to under 150, which just shows that people were like, oh, my God, it's going to be sick because it was manufactured, right? They had a lot of advertisement. Uh, it was like, oh, we create this big thing. It's going to be sick. It's going to be the next big esports. But quote unquote, the interest was not as strong as people thought it would be. Keep in mind, it's still successful. 150K is still, you know, a lot of people. Yeah. But well, it, it, it dipped quickly. It's all relative, right? Yeah. P people didn't really stayed. And every stage subsequently, um, always dropped in numbers and yeah, it, it, it still dropped yeah it, well it, and and more recently it has finally become a little bit more stable exactly uh, which which is which is interesting um i wonder if these were the numbers that were meant for it you know what i mean like, yeah exactly and and yeah so to briefly you know sum it up you can't you you can't force and esports and we have the proof here that fortnite is bigger right now than overwatch hell even the hearthstone like, even Hearthstone is bigger, and it was never meant to be a big game, even less an eSport. Like, if you look at Hearthstone, it's not made to be an eSport. It's yeah. a ton of, like, coin flips. Yeah, It's not it, made for that, and yet, right. people like it. it the, moment, the, the moment that you get a, so any vested interest in a game, enough that there's, you know, that the viewership is uh, is big enough to garner, like, uh, hardcore fans, they're going to want to make a competition out of it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah it's going to happen. We regardless. always need to measure our digital uh, digital genitals. It's important. Our, our digital... Are we making a Hearthstone joke? Our digital yeah. deck? <laughs> our, digital, <laughs> our digital deck? So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's, it, 
it's just crazy. And one one last stats that I want I want to throw in to give people like an idea and just like numbers to wrap their head around of how big Fortnite is currently. It's uh, I have the top ten uh, Twitch content by hours watched right here of last week. So week uh, May twenty eighth to June third, Fortnite is at thirty point nine million hours watched. Uh <laughs> that is a lot. The second one is around half. The number two is around half with League at 15.5. And you have Overwatch way, way down, quote unquote, because it's still, you know, it's still great. Yeah. 6.5 million under Hearthstone. So that that's kind of insane that if you look at the two fir- first, you know, the two first game and even Hearthstone, which is above Overwatch, those were games that were made, you know, to make a good game. We want to make a game that's going to be fun. It's going to be great, and it was so good that people wanted to compete around it, not right. the other way, the other way around. And then you have PUBG, because it's hard to talk about Fortnite without talking about PUBG. It is really hard not to not to bring up PUBG in any conversation that involves yeah. battle royales. Period. It's yeah. What's that at? Yeah, it, it's the fourth one at nine point eight. So it's still it's not bad. Not, like no. being the fourth Twitch content, like it's good, you know. Yeah. A lot of games wanted to be there. Rocket League is not in that top ten. Oh, it feels uh. bad, but but you know it, it it's it's still insane. But can you believe that PUBG used to be the first? Like it used to be the first, and now they're fourth. And I don't see that changing anytime soon, especially with the stunt that they're pulling. I... Mm, I, <laughs> I I I have some things I and and the thing is with with the with this thing coming up between um between PUBG and Fortnite or uh, Epic I should say PUBG and Epic because it's not Fortnite it, it it revolves around Fortnite but it's really about Epic using um if if I'm not understand what it's about it's about Epic using uh PUBG to to market Fortnite at I'm some not, point. Mm, that I'm I, not sure. I that that's that's the last that that's the most compelling piece of evidence that I've heard on that. Uh, the issue is is that uh, if if PUBG um, if PUBG is planning on actually actually competing with Fortnite, because I have to, I I feel like I have to say that. If you're planning on actually competing with Fortnite, you you really need to have your head on a swivel. And the the whole thing with uh, the, this whole lawsuit that's going on with uh, with Bluehole and Epic uh, was announced back in January, which means which which brings a lot of things into perspective, right? Because when this was announced, what we should have realized is that we were not going to get the content that we wanted from PUBG. I'm saying it right now. The, I I absolutely hate it because I love as a person that really and truly enjoys PUBG as a battle royale. Um, what I want from it is content. What I want from it is more stability. What I, I there's a lot of things that I want from uh from PUBG. And those things aren't happening or haven't been happening or they've been happening super slow. 
<laughs> yeah, that that it, it yeah. And just to to come back to like the 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 why they you know they're they're having a lawsuit a lot cuz no one knows the actual, you know, legal uh terms of the lawsuit. No, I I think it's not public or if it is I'm not aware of. And it it's because of how similar the games are. Right? That that's the the basis uh of the lawsuit from from the info we have currently. Yeah. And to me, an outsider, I don't really I never even touched PUBG in my life. Like I never played it. I obviously I know what it is cuz like who's who's on the internet and doesn't, right? Right. Um but I played a bit of Fortnite and even then it's still not my kind of games, you know. I I I'm not a BR guy, but still from the outside it seems insane to me that PUBG is suing uh, <laughs> that PUBG is suing Fortnite for being too similar while PUBG itself is kind of a copy of another game. I mean, just look at the similarities between PUBG and H1. To me, they're much closer than PUBG and Fortnite. Absolutely. Uh, th- that being said, H1Z1's uh, 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 PUBG's um, mod developer consultor at this point um uh player unknown he was behind h1z1's development team as well oh so okay the, i didn't so, know that so so if he sued they, they can't yeah sue he sues himself <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay but okay so let me take another example because that's a bad one um if you know it every game is at its core kind of a copy of something else right yeah right look at league and dota right like they're Absolutely. they're 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 based on the same mod, but you don't. I I mean, there might have been a lawsuit that I'm not aware of, but I feel like it's insane to make a lawsuit. I feel like those two games are fairly different. It doesn't feel the same way. They have Fortnite has mechanics that PUBG doesn't have. Um, there's multiple things that really makes it different in my eyes that I really don't see the basis of. Suing, then that means that you know what every every BR game is owned by PUBG now. Like yeah, hell, no, like, that's not no. how it works. No, 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 no. I I think I think this is, uh, in my opinion, from the from the outside perspective, it looks like a stunt. You know, yeah, obviously, it, it looks obviously, insane. Obviously, it it's you know they probably have some kind of deep seated hatred for Fortnite. <laughs> or for, I mean, for Fortnite they must hate it. Popular. yeah, absolutely. You know, there's no way they're not mad. But here's the thing. What it is, is competition. And competition forces change. Sometimes they don't like that. The thing with, with, the thing with Fortnite is that Fortnite blew up so fast uh, that, you know, anybody could say, oh, 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 you know, Fortnite's copying PUBG, but, you know, Fortnite got all these emotes and stuff and all these skins, and then suddenly PUBG is getting the same? What? Okay, can, <laughs> can, they, can, they, can they counter soon? Can can yeah, Epic counter sue for those emotes? It's it, it never stops at that point, right? Like exactly because there will be similarities, like in, in, in every game. It's just in, it's insane to me that you <laughs> that you want to shut down another game that I consider fairly different, uh, just because it's the same type. Like that that first of all is really bad for the consumers. Because that brings monopoly to genres, which no one wins except the companies in these cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm out of words because I, I would like to know 
to see the document to see the reasons why because there yeah. might be some stuff we're not aware of as players behind the scenes like we don't have all the info but from the outside the game that is currently getting destroyed by the behemoth suing the other saying you copied us like that's not gonna work and even if they were right the public is behind Fortnite right now right i don't think it will change anything well, it, it kind of gives me uh, whenever I play whenever I play PUBG with that in the back of my head, uh, with with just a lawsuit in the back of my head, like towards another towards towards another entity. It kind of gives me uh, like a, it gives me a little like a salty taste because I don't want to back a company. It makes me not want to back a company that is suing over. Like I don't know, companies. Out of spite. Like, yeah, like almost. <laughs> it feels like out yeah. of spite. Like because because you're an outside entity. Yeah. You know, like I'm not within the inner the inner workings of Blue Hole. So to me, perspective is everything. You know, my perspective is everything, and to me, it looks very petty, and it looks like. It looks like they're trying to make some kind of po weird power move that makes me not want to play it at all. Yeah, because that's the thing with, you know, and, and we might be wrong in what we say, but ultimately that does not matter. In, in this day and age with media and all that jazz, reality is not as important as perspective, which is, it sounds insane. Yeah. But it's the truth, want it or not. It's all, it's, everything is a matter of appearances, Especially in popularity contests that video games are. You know, uh, games always compare themselves to each other. Or if they don't do it themselves, people do it by their own nature. What did we do today? Compare esports with other esports. Compare games with other games. It's just nat a natural thing to do. And it, yeah, it's, it sounds out of spite. And I, I think we pretty much circled around it. I, I want to know more about it. Maybe they have compelling evidences that will make me rethink my position. But currently, I don't see that uh, being a good thing. And I think there's a nice thing to come back to that I've noticed in chat. And it's that, you know, sometimes companies pay big streamers to play their game and advertise it. Yeah. And it kind of manufactures that popularity. To which I want to answer, it, the how it gets popular actually does not matter. Does it get right. popular? Yes or no. If it did, that's it. That's like, the bottom line. The how doesn't matter. As bad as that sounds, that's how... And just a brief brief parenthesis, because I don't really want to go off too, too far in a tangent, but there has been known streamers that got big by view botting, and people know it. And yet, as soon as some time passes, people forget about it, and now they're at the top. And the how actually doesn't matter. As, as sad as it makes me, the how they got there doesn't matter because now they are there. Right. And I feel it's the same thing with games. And it's sad to admit, but well, it's the reality. Also, you know, just if it, just to kind of put the nail in the coffin. I'm not, I'm not saying PUBG is going to die at any point, you know, anytime soon. But just to kind of put the nail in the coffin on that conversation, uh, since January of 2018, um, PUBG has been on a steady decline, a very steady decline. Their player base is still huge, absolutely. But going from uh, 3 million players 
in January of 2018, 3.2 million players to 2.1 million players. They've literally lost 1 million players. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That, I mean, it, it, it translates to revenue loss. It ultimately translates to revenue loss, but in February, 193,000 loss. In March, 95,000. April, 188,000. May, when they announced the lawsuit, 231,000. And we're in the last 30 days, and they're still, they're, they're, it's still in the negative. They're at negative 5,000. They're in a downward trend. Yeah. And to, to come back to the whole esports thing, right? Uh, Fortnite announces that they're going to inject cash into their esports scene. Meanwhile, we have PUBG, PUBG injecting cash in lawsuits instead of trying to build their own thing. Like, it really feels as if instead of trying to build their own stuff to make it as good as possible, they're trying to down the other one that's going, doing the good moves. Right, which sounds insane. Insane. It's 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 a really bad way, in my opinion, to manufacture your scene for the future. And you know, because we kind of we kind of diverge from PUBG and Fortnite, but it all comes back. It, it all comes back from the sense that you can't really choose which game and which esports is going to be the biggest. Like as a company, you can't choose that. People choose it. The community right. chooses it, and like it or not like that liking the how they do it or not doesn't change shit like right. what matters is the results absolutely um so with that being said you know what does the future of esports actually hold man what i think does- it's almost impossible to like predict but from what we've seen I, the 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 thing I want to say is that the next big esports beside Fortnite, because I feel like the next big esports is Fortnite, obviously, but the one after that is going to be something that we will not expect, that will not come from the intent of being a big esport, because I've never seen one su- like very 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 successful yet. I've seen some success like Overwatch. But it's still not the massive success of being the number one game. Um, so definitely the future of that will also be kind of grassroots. Kind of just the sheer amount of people will want that to happen. And more and more, maybe the companies will get better at trying to predict what's going to work or not. But the future of esports, I think, will not be as manufactured as we would have thought maybe a couple of years ago with the announcement of Overwatch League. Because back then, I thought that's going to be the future of esports. Games built with the, that in mind and yeah. with the structure. But what I'm seeing right now is that it's really not the case. With that, in, like, the, the intent, uh, I think the intent of esports should be um, sidelined. That the, the intent to make a game in esports should absolutely be sidelined in lieu of making the game really fun. Make the game as make it make it wacky, make it interesting, make it make it good to look at, make it optimized. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just and make it make it something that people enjoy watching. Make it something something that builds um something that builds uh, what what's the word? suspense. Something that really builds suspense. 
the next best the next best thing it, one of the things that that we should talk about or I, I something that we can just talk, talk on briefly is um a, a lot of these a lot of these games almost every game that that has made it huge as an esport is uh is just fun it's just plain fun it's just that that like that was their intent from the beginning because no matter how randomized it is no matter like how crazy it is um how unpredictable it is uh none of that matters none of that matters in making an esport yes we would like to see esports uh be consistent for the most part um but what what a lot of people have found out i feel like what a lot of companies are finding out right now is that consistency doesn't really matter for entertainment and esports is is going to all i feel like entertainment is always going to trump consistency entertainment over everything like definitely and you, you know it, it makes me think of the new call of duty that they're trying to do that they say it will be the Fortnite killer which i think is insane um <laughs> but, but but you know it's always you know oh we want to be the next big thing we want to be the Fortnite killer or back in the days it, it was always want to be the wow killer or we want to be the the league killer yeah and it never happens what game has killed wow no one in the mmo genre like nothing it needed a completely new thing right yeah well yes absolutely but and and i don't i don't actually understand the marketing behind i don't (laughs) i I don't i I don't understand the marketing behind that because in order to to be better than than one of the most established mmorpg john like games You'd have to make just a completely different game, but you know what? Exactly. Happened? You know what hasn't happened is MMORPGs moving away from these damn cookie cutter RPG tropes. Yeah. That they always, you know, that they always. So, so that that's never gonna happen. But exactly. Uh, but what what is the what is the esports um, future? I I think esports has become undeniable. Oh, definitely. Like you can't un- deny it. You you cannot deny esports is is becoming so big that I I foresee while right, while right now they are pulling in huge numbers and they're not they're not exactly the sports you know like actual like regular sports yeah. numbers NFL MLB yeah and all that in the in the future we still see packed stadiums to watch people play these games I think in the future in our for in our in 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 our uh foreseeable future we're gonna see stuff like that happen definitely that's amazing it's great to me and you know just one last thing before i get to the question of black ips is it's kind of merging together now because esports is getting so big that traditional sports are like damn i either they're be they they feel threatened or they just simply want to be part of it so you see orgs merge together you see professional team owners buying esports org. Notably, like Complexity is now um, is now with an, an um, NFL team that I am currently forgetting that I'm gonna get like right now because I'm a professional podcaster and I have everything 
prepared in advance. But um, it, it's it's insane to me that they were kind of merging together and that eventually, I think there will be very little, like very little distinctions mm-hmm. between both uh, between both of them because and maybe- how how can you do so? maybe that recognition uh maybe that recognition will finally stop people from being like oh that's not a real sport <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so th- th- that that's just cr- crazy to me and uh yeah it's just, it, it's getting it's getting really 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 big and i don't see it stopping anytime soon so i guess we're kind of kind of ready to go to q and a what do yeah, you think let's get some q and a's all right so i have the first one Given that esports are in such an early stage, what burden should be placed on them to be good role models as the sport grow? I assume that in that, um, I assume the question is, you know, about the players, uh, or I, I, I don't know if it's about the players or about like the actual game themselves. But uh, I'm going to answer both because I think you know, professional sports player like traditional sports are kind of kind of held to at least a certain standard not it's not always enforced but uh it's really important i feel that pro players know the responsibility that they have because more often than not compared to traditional sports um esports pro are young like really young you mm-hmm. don't see someone playing the nfl that is 14 you could see an esports player uh, that is around like 16 that exists absolutely so th- we can't expect that person at 16 from themselves be as mature as an adult i think there needs to be structure around them to help them um because when you're so young and the only thing you've known is success of course, you're going to do some things that will be looked at as immature. Yeah, of course. How can you not? Like, we were all kids. I've done some immature stuff, but I didn't have millions of people watching me. Yeah, true that. Like, that that's the difference. I was, like, alone or with my close group of friends, and they were like, hey, Classic, you're a dumbass. But that's it. Yeah. People were not looking up to me. But now, even even as young as those people are... And especially in gaming, since we don't necessarily see them, but we see rather the the, the character in game or the car or whatever, that yeah. distinction of, you know, looking up to that player, you, you sometimes forget how young they are. Yeah. And that, you know, they can't even buy beer legally. Like, that's that's insane to me. And yes, I think they should be held to a higher standard. And I, I think it's sad when there's um really reprehensible behavior that is not at least sanctioned or fined. I think it's really important to, you know, maybe not outright bans because they're still they're still kids, wanted or not, and you don't want to ban kids out of your esports because hell, how is it going to survive if you, you know, kick everyone? But right. there should be structure, and I think it comes down to the league itself. Like yeah. it should be the Overwatch League, it should be the RLCS, it should be the entity surrounding it. Well, I I, I think also. They should, you know, I, I, it sounds really strict, but I think they should be held to a higher standard. I yeah. do, obviously, uh, if you you're going from okay, if you're if you're on your own stream and you're 
uh, and your personality is toxic or whatever, you know, like whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, um, you, it's your own stream, run it the way you want. But the moment that you're representing another organization, your behavior represents them. So if you're going to take your behavior into competition and it's not sport like you don't have it's not sportsmanlike and you're just being a bad you have to realize that there are other people watching you there are other people watching you not only watching looking up to you right i think that's the 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 key point is that you know if you watch jackass you kind of not really look up to them right you you just you know there are a bunch of dumbasses doing dumbass tricks and that's why it's entertaining but when you watch pros you look up to those players, wanted or not, right? I totally agree with you. Like they should be held to a higher standard. Um, I, and I, I, and I just, I, I, I have seen some some crazy things, but I think that organizations are doing a good job of not putting up with that, like putting up with bullshit. Yeah. Yes, and that brings to the, that fine line. Of, you know, the Overwatch thing that happened with teabagging, mm-hmm. it made a huge controversy. And I was like, what? People are, teabagging is now toxic? What? <laughs> like, the fine line is super hard. Because in my opinion, teabagging someone is totally fine. Yeah. Like, you don't want to get teabagged, don't die. Like, that's <laughs> it. Like, it's not, it's not I- as if they went out of their way to insult the person, like, directly. You know, it's not like you're you're saying that, you know, his whole family should die. Yeah, right. You're using a virtual character to crouch on their face. Yeah. Like and, and, but also uh I I also, you know, we're um I I feel like as gamers we, we we've come from a a culture where it is absolutely like okay, you know, like when something happens like that, you just have to Fucking, you know, like, you have I mean, to eat at, that. Just move at, on. <laughs> at, at that point, it's like blocking celebration of, like, t- traditional sport. Like, when, when you see a pro-American footballer do a touchdown and then just go off and do a front flip, that adds to the hype, in my opinion. It's like, holy shit. And that could be considered toxic towards the other team because sometimes right. they're, like, directly, like... You know, the touchdown, touchdown gets in the face of his opponent while, like, yelling, to, like, right out of his face. That I, happens. It creates hype. Like, why not in, 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 in esports? I think, I think, and there's a lot of pe- person, people, like, disagreeing with me. But, like, I think insulting someone directly, going out of their way to try to hurt them mm-hmm. with specific things and teabagging virtually but is different. But 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 here's the difference, and, he, and well, here's the difference, and here's the similarity. In your own personal games, teabag all you want. It, on a stage, you cannot. That is not allowed. I that's Would, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, I, I, I can understand. I, I think the general peep, like general view, agrees with you. I just stand. I just happen to disagree. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I get my entertainment kind of differently, you know, when I was watching our, uh, the LCS, my favorite thing was double lift trash talking everyone and then getting on the field and destroying them like that, that builds a storyline of having an evil person, you know, kind of in like smash, there's Leffen who's known 
for being the the evil guy. So it creates those storylines of like, damn, it's so interesting to see them go off on the stage now because there's grudges. Well, and I, I like th- that as entertainment. <laughs> I, I think, uh, well, I think it's cool. Uh, I, I think it's cool on a, on a, like on a stage, just talking about it, like trash talking while you're being interviewed. I think that's, I think that's really cool. I think that, <laughs> I, I, I think that's because, it, because you're right, it does build a story, but there's a, I think there's a difference between that and like, well, double lift trash talking there and then like killing someone on the other team and running up to them on the other side of the stage and be like, wow, you just got knocked the foot. Like, <laughs> can't do that, you know? Like, I think that that's, I think that that's different, but just like, uh, but just trash talking, I think that's cool. Um, when you, when you're playing and you're, uh, and you're representing your team on the stage, I think you really have to, you, you just have to make sure that you keep that in mind that you're, you're a representation of your team. Uh, and you know whatever you do like, yeah, affects I, affects your team members as well. It's not just you. I I understand, and I you know we can. I think we all have a line drawn somewhere differently, right? And f- for me, I think the line between toxicity ranges from when you attack someone from something outside of you know the game itself, saying I'm a better player than X player. While, you know, you're both pros, it creates that kind of grudges. And, you know, he didn't go with like, oh, you know, he didn't attack the personal appearance of that person. Or, um, like, if someone has a speech impediment, like, you don't make fun of that. Like, that for me is where I draw the line. Yeah. But yeah. from whatever happens on the on the field, quote unquote, yeah. for me, I think, I, I think that's good. You know, like yeah. the, the good old, you know, if you if you don't want to get trash talk, get good. Yeah. And as, like, well, as long as uh, you know, as and as long as uh, as as long as it may you maintain that, like I feel like the, obviously there's gonna be there's always gonna be a line, and 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 either way, no matter what, even if I think it's it, some things shouldn't be allowed and some things should. Um, at the end of the day, I feel, um, it it makes it entertaining to watch. It really does. It makes which, it which is the to goal watch. of it. I think it's entertainment, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. I, I that's what that's why I think it's kind of acceptable because the angle is to be entertainment. Yeah. Um, let let's get this question. You said uh now that game and now that gaming is the mainstream and have huge celeb faces popping up, do you feel that the mainstream will oversaturate what makes games gaming special to so many of us? That tight knit community feeling? Well, I think you wanna answer this? I'll answer this. Yeah, go go yeah. ahead first. Go ahead yeah. first. I feel yeah. like I'm talking twenty four seven. No. <laughs> so uh, so in my opinion, uh, in my opinion, it's it's not um, it's not going to affect us at all. And if if anything, it gives us it gives games more of an opportunity. Um, it's going to uh, it's gonna first of all, it's gonna expand the horizons for what games get built in the future because more people. Uh, more people coming to our games means more funding for the games that we already like for for developers that we already enjoy you know we already enjoy certain developers there's certain there's certain developers that we're already fans of and that means more funding for them the tight-knit community feeling is only um is 
is only is made is solely up to the community, right? Like you don't you don't get a tight knit community unless you have an anchor. You, you there needs to be there needs to be an anchor, and so it doesn't matter how many people join a game or the gaming industry or how many how many um, casual casual players join the gaming industry because uh, the the gaming industry was built around uh, after after like the eighties and into and into the nineties uh, gaming was built around the casual player. All the, I, like the the majority of the the majority of profits comes from casual players. I and uh, you know to to that I want to add that it, it kind of reminds me when we you know in a previous episode when we talked about Logan Paul coming to Twitch and how that mainstream would affect us. Well, what happened is he started very high and it, it kind of like Overwatch and it plummeted really quick because they're not us, right? Like wanted or not. They're not us. It's different. And people want this type of things. And if if you're not that type and you try to come in, naturally people will kind of move away. You know, like he when he started, he, he peaked at something like two hundred and thousand something, like something crazy. Yeah. But now now he's back to, you know, a couple of thousands, which is still insane, but it, it's nowhere near the audience size that he actually has outside of twitch because there's a lot of people that are like eh you know it's not really our thing you don't right. you don't really understand how it works here right it well it, it's so i'm not it, afraid yeah it well it, it's funny it, it, it's funny and it, it brings up a, like an interesting point because you you need to be a part of this community already like if you want to make it in the gaming industry like you have a, you you actually have to enjoy gaming like you have to have it, it's almost like you you have to have a history of enjoying gaming or like you you can't come in here and pretend like you were suddenly some kind of gamer when you know not. what i mean and when people you're will not. call you out you you know instantly like you you go in a logan stream because i i did because i was curious because i want to know what what happens on the platform and it, it, it's bad like because he doesn't know usually like his stuff is highly edited mm-hmm. then you come on twitch it's clearly not the same fucking thing. You right. can't edit out when you're just on your phone doing nothing and not being entertaining. Like he just rides off what he has be like in the back ends, and there's always gonna be like some hardcore fans who will watch some people doing fucking whatever. Hell, even I watched Wreckful yesterday build a fucking lemonade stand. Um so like <laughs> you get to a point where you just you know you don't you don't care about the content, but still I'm not I'm not afraid of the mainstream affecting it because we've already had huge people coming in and it did change shit. Right? Right. Right. It it, so it I, didn't change. The, the the people are gonna enjoy gaming personalities because we have a, we have we can actually talk about like you know we have a history of, you know, enjoying video games in the first place. Like somebody asked me a question about Nintendo, I can give you a a brief history of what i enjoyed and what i didn't like about nintendo somebody asked me a question about sega genesis i can give you a brief history of things that like like we have that history and so we come in (laughs) years uh, and years for for lack of a better you know uh term we're cultured 
<laughs> we're, we're, I mean, we're we know. Yeah, because yeah, like... yeah, we have experience. We always liked it. And that's why you can easily pinpoint a fraud. Like, right. what, what's your favorite game? Oh, yeah, Fortnite. Okay, what was it before? Uh, uh, I don't know, Mario? Yeah. Like, I, uh, like I, I, on the Nintendo? I, like, I like Five fuck. Nights at Freddy. That, yeah. was the best, <laughs> that was the best game of my childhood. Yeah, so it, it's, you know, it doesn't work because it, people know. You 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 just you just know it and it for for me that's why I'm just not afraid because we've had examples of of people with massive audience coming in and they're they're not touching like our massive streamers in terms of numbers you know it, it, and it's it, it's cool I think to have people try to join it if it comes from a good heart what I think happens unfortunately is that people want to milk it rather than being genuinely interested by it and want to join the culture. So, and, and I'm glad it doesn't work really well because I don't want my shit to be milked by some greedy people. Yeah. Greedy people. <laughs> get, get off his titties. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, 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 I guess we can, we can take uh, like a last question and whatnot. Otherwise we're going to, we're going to wrap it up, but Holy cow. Like uh, esports is so large. It's it's it almost is. hard to not deviate. I I can't. I yeah. I can't. I can't wait to see what the future holds. So, uh, chat. Do we have any more questions? Do you guys have any burning questions? Uh, get it off your chest. <laughs> get it off <laughs> or your chest. Even, or even speculation about what you think will be the future, right? Like we. I mean, yeah. Um, listen, classic and I can sit here and talk to each other all day. I can look yeah. into his eyes. <laughs> exactly. I can look into his eyes yeah. for the rest of the day. Uh, what do I think about Pokemon Go being played ultra competitive competitively in Singapore? What what are they doing? Are they walking extra aggressively to each other? Like so like how are they playing? <laughs> it's a race. It's um, Pokemon Go being played ultra competitively in Singapore. That's interesting. I I guess <laughs> it just comes back to what we said earlier that if people are entertained by it, they're going to find a way to play it competitively. Something yeah. as insane as playing Pokemon Go competitively, it comes back to exactly what we said. If yeah. people enjoy it, they'll find a fucking way. Like, they'll find a way. They will find a way. They, I, I, uh, that Pokemon Go garnered such a huge interest here that I imagine that somewhere that interest, like, took hold. You know? Yeah. And that, that it, it took hold. And I played I played Pokemon Go at the very beginning, um, so I think that that's I, I think that's a testament that we will literally fucking play anything competitively. Yeah, like we <laughs> we do everything competitively. Like we're fucking eating a sandwich together, and it's like going to be the first one who like who fucking finishes first. Like it's always everything can be in competition. Like yeah. it, it, and the gaming is is no exception. So a lot of questions popped up. That's nice. Yeah. Um, well, Dan, Dan said they're literally driving around getting all the raids and battling in gyms for ages. So once I get tired, they're like, we have to go home. My mom's calling. So, like, so it's like a stamina contest. Okay. That makes no sense. But it comes back to like, <laughs> if people enjoy it, they'll find a I'm way. I'm going to stay in this McDonald's for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clap you up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we have thoughts on the esports bar um i'm gonna keep it short i think it's fucking fantastic and i want more of them what are your thoughts uh i'm sorry an esports bar yeah 
So oh, bars, yeah. like, you know, where they serve alcohol. Yeah, well, no, yeah. no, no, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> were, you, were you asking me this, or did you see it in chat? I saw uh, this in chat. Okay. Thoughts so on the esports bar? Esports bars is actually one not too far from me. And it's fucking amazing. It has it's it great. has like a but it has a bunch of different places where you can get games and uh uh drink at the bar. Obviously, it has a restaurant side. Um, it has tabletop games. Everything, literally everything. And that's cool. Each, and and on each TV, Twitch TV, nice. playing some kind of esport. It's actually it's bananas. But that's what I feel like. Those are what uh lands have changed into because because a lot of you know some one of the things that is not as popular in the united states is uh, as it is in like uh the asian countries it's lands um uh, gaming cafes you mean gaming cafes and things yeah. like that we so, don't have like one popular in montreal and that's it like there's a bunch that tried that died there's only like one who made it quote unquote so um here uh this one has taken hold as a restaurant slash gaming bar yeah um and it's 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 amazing it's called battle and brew absolutely i highly sounds recommend great. it yeah sounds great <laughs> what are your guys thoughts on the future of vr gaming uh i'm gonna start on that go ahead i think vr is really not close to it and i think for it to be actually big it needs to be at an insane level of polished like a la ready player one otherwise i don't think it's gonna work kind of like how the fucking we wanted us to move we don't want to move <laughs> want to sit down and play video games we don't want to move like and it might be cool but i i i don't see it being ever really big unless we come to a point that technology is just so insane that it literally like die like you dive in and you kind of forget like it it would need to be that good because i don't know if you guys played vr games but those are bad you don't forget you're in a game like <laughs> you know you're you're in a game so that that's my thought on it it's not going to be huge anytime soon nah hell no i don't want to see i i appreciate the sentiment from nintendo you know get me around moving around in front of my tv but i'm gonna sit my ass down okay yeah it what did we look like okay active, <laughs> active adults all right, that's like, you're like, wrong. Fuck no, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> uh, no, but it, 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 I think it, I, I think that's cool. Um, VR is in a is in a weird stage right now because this is not this is this is like the this is not the first wave of VR. It's not even the second. This is like the fourth wave. Yeah, it's of, been a while. Of VR uh, of VR, and the issue with it is that it, it's still uh, every time that VR comes out, it's very expensive. One, so it's not very consumer friendly. And two, it we don't have enough companies or enough people making VR. It's not necessarily fun, but we're not making VR um, an experience that people want to be in for for a lot of hours at a time. Uh, and that might be the the that might be the limitations of VR right for right now but i think in the next five years we're going to see some some pretty crazy things uh but looking in chat smog said ar i think i i think ar uh or um what's it called augmented, augmented. reality uh, augmented reality right now has a future 
than VR, but only because we're, only because VR is still like these chunky helmets on your face that get heavy after a while and aren't very comfortable. And you need so, like a whole room, otherwise you break everything. Like it's it's complicated. So, so there's still a lot. I feel like VR has a long way to go, but yeah. it's it's making steps in the right direction. I think. I think it's going to be just slow for like just a sheer amount of power. Like it would require to have like a fully immersive experience. And like touching on our AR, like real quick, I think it also will boom up faster because of other sectors than video games. Like AR could be can be used in finance. It can be used like in multiple aspects, which will, I think, make it uh, improve faster. And also the the AR. If if you guys haven't seen AR um, live. Go go find an AR app on your phone, and it's exact. First of all, I don't know why we're not making uh, Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments based around AR because that should have already been that should have already been done a long time ago. Okay, this is what we've been waiting for. Patent it, um, get rich, easy. Exactly, and and it's uh and it's really and it's really good. Like it, it AR looks really good. Nintendo did a really good thing with AR when it when it came out with the 3DS. Yeah, definitely. Um, but AR just seems super, like, it, it seems, like, really interesting. It It is just really interesting. Um, so, guys, uh, unless, uh... There's um, one last, and then we wrap things up, all right? Okay, last question, w- last question. Which is anybody. one that I think we've already answered in a previous podcast, but what gaming genre do you think will peak next? To that, I answered a genre that we uh, are not aware yet. Something that will be different. It won't be a MOBA, won't be a BR, won't be an RTS, won't be an MMO. Uh, and it's going to be just something completely different, I yeah. think. Uh, that it, we don't the, know yet. Yeah, the, na- the nature of, of games that get huge are... Um, unpredictable. Yeah. The nature I, I I would have never thought uh in my wildest dreams that uh that MOBAs would come back in style until League of Legends. I never would have thought that battle royales were the next best thing, even though I knew H one was still around as a battle royale, I never would have thought in my wildest dreams that battle royales would be the next big game. Um it's unpredictable. And the next big thing is something somebody's working on like in their basement right now thinking to themselves i think this is going to be really fun but i don't know if anybody's going to like it they probably yeah. they're working they're working on it right now and or we don't know yeah. about it or it's someone in a big court that is doing their own side project kind of hiding yeah. from, from from them and it's going to it's going to start and there it's going to be it's going to be fucking great yeah but so i th- i think that's it I think that I, I think that about wraps it up. So, guys, if you enjoyed the content that you saw on our podcast today, um, first of all, shout out to Classic. He's a super cool guy. You guys should definitely go check him out. If you haven't already followed him, you should go follow him now. Follow him on all social medias. Um, that's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, whatever it is. You should go follow him. If you guys haven't already followed the channel and you're, you enjoy these talks, we have this podcast. Uh, we alternate on which channel. Uh, we do it on so next week it's going to be on classics channel and then back and forth today it was on my channel um but we really 100 appreciate you guys coming out and participating i hope you guys had a good time discussion 
is something that both Classic and I have a lot of fun with. We love discuss- discussing uh, different topics, both on our stream and, uh, you know. On the podcast. Yeah, on the podcast. So uh, I'm going to start up my regular stream here after, after I uh, get off the podcast. And I think Classic, you're going to be starting up your stream as well, correct? Hell yeah, I'm going to take a small break, eat some food because uh, I don't want to die. And then we're going to boot up some Rocket League for sure. All right, guys. So, again, thank you so much for coming out. And we will see you guys in the next podcast. Peace.